Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, everybody. I'm a recovering addict named Mary. My clean date is January 10th, 2015. I attend meetings in Asheville, North Carolina, the Western North Carolina area of Narcotics Anonymous, and my home group is Sisters in Spirit. We meet on Thursdays at 6 p.m. This is August 24th. Finding Healing and Humor. The way we share, finding humor in some of the darkest, most frightening things that have happened to us, is not always available outside the rooms. Living Clean, Chapter 2, Connection to the World Around Us. In NA, we often get to know each other from the inside out. I knew the biggest hopes and fears of some of the members of my home group before I knew their last names or what kind of jobs they had, one member shared. We may never know the inner life of non-addicts the way we know each other in NA, and it's a big part of why we're able to laugh with and poke fun at our fellow NA members. Humor often comes in the form of a surprising or unexpected gap between expectation and reality. In society, there are lots of expectations about how people ought to act around one another. Expectations that we addicts disregard completely. The non-addicts in our lives often do not see what's so funny. Sometimes that's the joke. Normal people act one way, we addicts act very differently. When we hear members share their bizarre ideas and actions, we relate and are relieved that we're not alone. Many of us find a deep well of humor in the way denial framed our experience. Sometimes that's the joke. I thought my life was something out of a big shot gangster film, money and drugs and lots of drama. In reality, it was more like a depressing ad for keeping your kids off drugs. The stark contrast between reality and the imagined movie version of our stories might seem pathetic or deranged to outsiders, but we lived to tell, and we can knowingly laugh at ourselves today. Humor helps us heal as we come to terms with the reality of our lives. We see the outrageous gaps between our behaviors and what polite society expects. Of course, there are gaps. We're square pegs and round holes or we notice the laughable distance between our lives and our fantasies. We share our inner selves in a way we can't anywhere else, often giving our fellow members a good chuckle. We stop taking ourselves so seriously, let our flaws show, and start to grow. It can be very funny, but it's no joke. By sharing my insides with other addicts, I can learn to laugh at the insanity of addiction and let go of it little by little. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is August 24th, and we're here with Brian W. What's happening, Brian? What's up, man? 
Oh, good. I'm glad you can make it here. Brian, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Sure. My clean date is uh, April 5th, 2022. Uh, my home group is the zoo uh, down here in uh, Mintone, California. What was the other question? Yeah, where you attend meetings, home group. I think you hit yeah, that. Yeah, right here. Yeah. Redlands and all that. And just smack 90 days. Just smack 90 yes, days. Yes, sir, man. That's it. And said 90, 90, a quarter of a birthday sure. cake. <laughs> All right, bro. So look, could you share your thoughts on finding healing and humor? So I've always been that guy, right? I've always been that guy that I like to crack jokes. I like to, I, I guess I kind of use humor as like a defense mechanism a little bit. But as I, as I got into the rooms, I'm also that guy that's a perfectionist. You know, I want to, uh, everything's got to be done correctly. Everything's got to be done right. And so, uh, as I go through my meetings, I remember a couple instances I'll be sharing something, people start laughing at me. And like, I used to take that super serious and super personal. Mm -hmm. But over time, I realized that it's uh, like everybody's been through that, you know? And so mm -hmm. they're not really laughing at me. They're just, they're just learning because they remember when they went through it's that. It's an identification piece. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It's just, uh, it's just identifying with the fact that, hey, you know what? I, I empathize with your pain. Hmm. I was there, and now you're there, and it's funny, you know? No, but you're right about that, man. It takes us a little while, like, getting clean. It, even if we're cut, I was a cut up my whole life, too. I mean, same as you, man. I could, you know, <laughs> I love, I'll get in there. I'll make a situation funny. It doesn't matter what it is, you know? And, and, and uh, yeah, and I guess I guess that's a good point you bring, you bring up. Was it a defense mechanism? I guess using humor has been a way to kind of keep people, you know, kind of like at arm's length away, you know, I guess, or, or, or something like that. But that's, that's in my personality too, is, is the, is the humor piece. But I wonder, I wonder what happens to us along the journey, getting clean, you laugh. It's like, Oh, you know, that hits right here. And then I want to act out in, in a different way, you know, right back at you. But really, yeah. When do we start to see that it's a, it's an identification piece? Man, you know what? Um, I think it's a, I, I, I think it's a part of the learning process when, when, when you're able to hear something and, and, and you can take it and, and, and you can uh, uh, realize, not realize it, but yeah, you can identify with it and make it personal. You know what I mean? Like you can take it and, and uh, um, make it something that's yours. Yeah. So, yeah hit somebody with some, some empathy and saying, Hey, look, I identify with that pattern for sure. For sure. Well, you know, look, my all time, my all time favorite stories, uh, you know, uh, w when my people were, were talking to each other and stuff is like, I love when a story starts out with, I man, you ain't going to believe this shit. <laughs> <laughs> look, that's my, <laughs> that's my favorite like intro to a good story. Like when, when people hit me with that, I lead into it. You know, I just do, I just lean into it. Because it talks about here, it says, look, we stop taking ourselves so seriously. We let our flaws show and look and check what, and we start to grow, man. You know, we start to grow. I, I take myself less serious. You know, I'll let you know who, who I am, flaws and all. And then I can start to grow on that, man. You know, I can start to grow on yeah. that. It doesn't have to be that big of a deal. It doesn't have to be this catastrophic the world's going to end. The, 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 the atmosphere is going to collapse on me now that I've spilled coffee on the, on the counter. You know what I mean? Or that, that, that uh, I made my daughter cry. Like, it's okay. 
you know, for, for me anyway, man, I, I, uh, yeah, because I, I, I take it to a level that I'll call my sponsor just like, you, oh, my God, look what I did. I, I, I told this girl this or I did this. And he's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> the other day, okay, so real story, I'll make it short. You ain't going to believe this shit. <laughs> yeah, you ain't going to believe that- <laughs> this shit. So he, he, he invites me out to this dinner with some friends, you know, and I get there and there's three girls there. And this is big for me because I don't socialize with like I barely socialize with guys. I'm I'm fresh out of prison and all that great stuff. But uh, um, and so there's three girls there, and I'm just sitting there like a lump on a log, not able to say a word, because like in my head I'm like, how am I gonna talk to these three girls? Mm. You know, how am I gonna conversate with these people? I have nothing to say to these people, you know, mm. except hey, where's the sack? Let's go get high. Like that's the only thing I know how to say. You know, and so uh, just in my head for two and a half hours, we sit at this restaurant. Everybody else is having a great time. But in my head, I'm just sitting there just like, OK, so what? when are we leaving? You know, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, dude, life, it, it's 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 coming around to a point 111 days in. It's coming around to a point where things just aren't they're not that big anymore. You know, and things I'm so are proud of you, man, for being able to see that piece of it, dude. And you know, you know what's really cool is like the smile that hits your face and the little chuckle, you know, sitting there because that I could I could just put myself in that position. Is like, man, I don't know these fucking well. I'm just getting clean. We're sitting around here, and you probably had, you know, I, I know, I know, in situations like that for me, I had like 50 conversations in my mind at once. All right, I'm going to say this as soon as she's. <laughs> Right, cut. Look, as soon as she's, I'm gonna say this, this, and this. Nah, no, fuck it, don't say that. Fuck shit. Fuck. Right? <laughs> that's exactly what happened. So look, and you know, and that and that's the same too, man. Sometimes it's like sitting in a meeting too. And this is why. I look, when 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 the old timers hit me with the message, and and the guys that I work with, I still tell them this. They they share at the first half of the meeting for one or two minutes every meeting. They, they jump in, they share first couple minutes, and you know what it does is, you know how we're we're, we're sitting at that table, right? And we're thinking, okay, what am I going to say? I'm going to say this, and they're going to say this. You know that whole mind fuck that you were just talking about? Well, we do that in meetings, man. You know, we do that in meetings. And if I'm thinking about what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it, how you're going to react, I miss the whole meeting. I miss the entire message. Right. And uh, so, so, you know, do you, how's that like for you, you know, sitting in a meeting? Like, is it the same thing as sitting at the table with those ladies or are you in your mind a lot? You in your head thinking, man, when I share, I should say this or, or what's that looking like? Absolutely. Man. Um, I, I, I got a whole group. I go to on Tuesday night, I got a coffee commitment there and stuff. And I still, I'm so nervous know about like what am i going to share what do i want to be honest about what do i what 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 do i want these people to know you know because i think also as humans we have like this thing like we want to judge and like like well they they spoke on that one time they might talk talk about me like that you know Mm. but um honestly for me dude i i have a men's meeting i go to and this is what i would suggest any newcomer man find a stag meeting I got one I go to on Monday nights. And it's just that's where I can be honest, and that's where I, like, when those thoughts and those things come up in my head about, oh, I should share that. I can share it anyway because I trust these men, you know, because I, because, because I trust the people. If you're in, uh, for me, when I'm in a meeting, that I just there's, there's, 
it's hard to get past that brain, bro. It's, it's, it's hard to get past that brain. But again, I understand that it's not this big catastrophic thing, but at the same time, yeah, it's, it, it is difficult for me. Yeah. And I appreciate you sharing that stuff, you know, and, and, and it's the same, you know, it's like well, the things that I think are really big deals here, check this out, man. I, I, I was, I was um, fortunate enough to, to serve on a convention committee it's probably, I don't know, 15 years ago or something like that is in Southwestern PA, it's the start to live convention. It's a really cool, it's a really cool big convention in, in around the Pittsburgh area. And uh, so, so us on the committee, we did the readings before the main speaker, right? You go up there and, you know, do your reading and stuff like this. And I had the reading, is it who is or, or, or why are we here? Which one has regularly in it? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, so, so, yeah. Yeah. Why? Bro, I can't say that yeah. word, man. I can't say regularly. Even now, I have to slow <laughs> myself down, right? It, it, it say it, you know, because it's like how many syllables, and then I get all fucking tongue tied and shit. And so, um, dude, the whole time, you know, as the other readings are going, I'm in my mind. I'm thinking, fuck all these people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I can't say regularly. I just can't say the fucking word. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm up there. I'm shaking. I'm sweating and all that stuff. I don't even remember if I said it right or not, or, you know, whatever. No one gives a fuck. Not one per, No, not one person in there is when, damn, I wonder if Douglas is going to fuck up this word. But, <laughs> right. hey, but I'm paralyzed. I'm literally sweat. You know, and, and Brian, I bring that up to say this, man, is like, I wonder even now, I wonder how many of those situations that I walk around with and just like petrified, that I'm going to fuck up this year or, or, you know, or whatever. Nobody else cares, man. It's 100%. Nobody gives a shit. Absolutely, man. Uh, what's that? I think it's a 12, 12 either principle or, or step, uh, anonymity. Nobody can say that word, but nobody gives a fuck, <laughs> you know? Nobody can say that fucking word. Right. Yeah, it's all good. It's, man, it's good to laugh, isn't it, man? It it's really, so awesome. It dude. is good to laugh, man. Hmm. I, I, and I love that. That's why I try to hang out with the old timers, man. I, I, I try to keep it with the old kids, you know, that have been around a little bit. Um, like I was telling you, like that means me, it's got probably over 100 years sitting in the room. And it's just amazing just to sit there and listen to the calm and the words. And, yeah, they kind of chuckle at you and everything when you do your thing. But it's just, I, for some reason, man, this program, doing it like 100% this time, getting the steps, going going to going to meetings, calling a sponsor, it's just working for me this time, dude. You know? And so I'm able to laugh now. You know, yeah. or as my sponsor would say, I get to laugh now. Beautiful. You know, I get to. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.